married. Oh, yeah, so. totally. <laughs> yep, fair enough. Um, so, and when you're talking to them, don't don't blame them. Like, be like, it's all your fault. You have no motivation. Because in a lot of cases, it's not necessarily their fault. Especially if they've never talked about it before. Yeah, true. Because then it's like, I didn't even know I was doing it. Why are you blaming me for something that I didn't know I was doing? So, first, you have to remove anything that's holding you back if you're going to become willing to work on the relationship. You have to talk about it, and you have to really want it. Right. And by removing the obstacles, it makes it a lot easier to actually do it. A lot of people, they're not willing because it's going to be too hard for them. You know, their spouse is going to blow up because they haven't seen them in two weeks. Well, yeah, of course they're going to blow up because you haven't seen them in two weeks. And first thing you say is, hey, you have dirty cutting boards. They have to be dealt with. Of course they're going to blow up. So remove the obstacles. Ease into it when you're talking to them. And, and you have to really want it. I mean, if this is not someone who you enjoy... 80% of the time, you probably shouldn't be with them. Yeah. Because you're not going to like your significant other all the time. No. But you should definitely like them more than 75% of the time, I would say. 80, 75, is there a reason you <laughs> didn't like my 80%? No, I was just, I don't know. It's being different. <laughs> oh, man. 75% gives like three quarters of the time. Oh, okay. Instead of... What is that? Four-fifths? Is that a four-fifths of the time? Oh, no. Yes. Yes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so now we're going to go over an actionable item to help you know, know what you want. Now, we haven't touched on this, but if you are willing and if you're going to go into a relationship, you at least have to figure out what it is that you're going to want in the relationship, like the qualities you want in the other. And what is most important to you and what you cannot deal with in right. a relationship. So, so first qual off. Qualities that oh, you sorry. just cut me off short. Yeah. Like, if you don't like people interrupting you, then you probably shouldn't date someone who interrupts you. <laughs> Which is ironically one of my pet peeves, not hers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, get out your pen and paper or your... Laptop. Laptop or ink. Or your hand. Rock. Chisel. Oh, man. Yeah, getting serious. Wow. Forever etched. Forever what you want. You cannot change it. <laughs> and on that note, this is a pretty fluid list, so the stuff can change as you get older. You know, you don't necessarily want someone who is spry and always full of life when you're 50 in your bed. Like, okay, yeah, it's time to go to bed now. At, Quit jumping around on the bed. At 9 o'clock. At 9 o'clock. Wow, we hit a lot of stereotypes right there. I know. That was pretty bad. So anyways, and yes, writing this down will help because it will help cement this idea that you have of, you know, your significant other. And this isn't your, oh, I want a guy who's tall and dreamy and has beautiful hair and wonderful toenails. That This isn't that list. Oh, sweat. Yeah, wonderful toenails. Isn't that what every girl dreams about at no. night? No. <laughs> I don't. I do care a little bit, but that's not, like, my dream quality. So Prince um, Charming. <laughs> Shiny toenails. Girl, stop! <laughs> um, 
this is just kind of something to help get the ball rolling for you to understand what it is that might uh, be deal breakers and something you can look for. Yeah. So first, write down 10 things. And and don't try to do this in your head because then you'll be like, oh, I forgot. Yeah. What, what was number four? I, I do that. So. Yeah. Like, so actually physically write down 10 things that you want in somebody that it, you're going to be with. And it's okay if you get stuck. Like, I think I got stuck on five, to be honest with you. I was like, oh, crap. What else do I need to write down? Because I did this before this podcast so that I could say, oh, yeah, this is this would actually work. Yeah. But I got stuck at five, and I had to really grasp for the other five. Maybe it was six. Anyways. Um, so now you have ten things. Oh, sorry. Do you want me to wait for you? okay hopefully that was 10 things if not you can pause the podcast yeah you can pause (laughs) um hope you know that (laughs) so now you have 10 things that you'd like to see in a partner so that could be anything from can cook can eat food can who cannot okay i'm not gonna there's a lot of people that can't that that was mean that was I didn't think about that comment before I made it. I would like to apologize yeah. before I uh It's okay political. Yes. Can clean, you know, you hey, hey, that that's that's part of the issue. Um, you know, can drive a car, has a car, uh, you know, looks hot. There's all of these different things that you would like to see. You can write down some unreasonable ones. We're going to ask you to cross those off your list later, like but right now. Yeah. So cross off anything that's unreasonable. So like what? She gets along with all my friends. Yeah, like, that's... she might get along with some of your friends or most of your friends. Most of your friends is probably a fine thing right. to have on your list. But all of my friends, like, don't go to the extremes on any like, right. one side. Like, she's got a 10 body. Mm-hmm. Or my friends think she's hot. Or she's got blonde hair because she could dye it. I mean, she can do whatever she wants okay. with her hair. That would so. fall under be attractive, in my opinion. Yeah. But So be attractive is not an unreasonable one. If you well, don't think attractive she's attractive. to you. Right. Which is different than, say, your buddies. Like, not all your buddies might not think your girlfriend's hot. Right. So now, what I want you to do is I want you to cross out everything that, or try to cross out most of the things that aren't deal breakers. So cross out, you know, has to cook. Well, you guys can go eat out. Or you can cook. Or she can learn to cook. Right. So willing to cook. That, or he. There, there's another item. Or he. He could learn to cook, too. Right. Sorry. I was generalizing. So. That was horrible. <laughs> so cross out all of those. You should be left with, you know, a couple. Um, now I want you to circle two. Now I know that you probably have more than two that you're like, oh my gosh, you know, if if she doesn't get along with my mom, then it's over. Or, oh my gosh. Yeah, good luck with that. She can't drive, then it's over. You know, you probably have more than two, but I want you to try real hard and circle two of those. Two of those issues that are the most important that you want in in a significant other. Yeah. So, once you've done that, uh, write down anything that's broken you up before. So... They pronounced it supposedly. Instead of supposedly. (laughs) Or 
they were mean. So, like, write down on the list, you like, want someone nice. Like, they were rude. Or they, they didn't, they were rude to waiter, waiters or waitresses. They didn't like dogs. Like, right. you know, the kinds of things that people break up for. So, now you have a list with multiple things crossed out, some items left, or some items left untouched, two circled, and then a couple items or 15 or 20 more items that caused breakups in the past. Past 10. So you probably have, I don't know, 15 items on this list now. So anything that isn't crossed out is something that, well, anything below 10, below number 10 on the list, is something that you need to seriously look at to and determine. You, you need to talk about these things before, well, either now, once you're in the relationship, or before you even start the relationship to like on your first date, if it's something that you cannot live without, you're like, I can't live without my dog. And they're like, oh, well, I hate dogs. Yeah. Then you someone... probably shouldn't go on a second date. <laughs> that's because... not someone you want to be with anyways because yeah. you love dogs. Yeah. So hopefully now you know exactly what you want. So those, those items that aren't, you know, circled but are not crossed out below 10 – those things need to just be looked at very seriously and brought up. The th items that are circled are deal breakers. If they have that quality, if they have that trade, if it doesn't meet your standards, don't go out with them because you labeled them as deal breakers for a reason. You couldn't live without them. And those might change in the future, but right, right now you don't need to be with somebody who has a deal breaking quality or doesn't right. have a deal breaker. And then the other items that were added after 10. So these are things that you need to talk with them about. And this doesn't necessarily have to be a first date thing. Well, I, I'd say within like the first five dates. Right. First five dates. You know, talk to them. Before be like, it gets serious. Be like, hey, you know, you're, you're a little aggressive. Now, this isn't in itself a deal breaker for me, but you are a little aggressive. Now, if they explode at that statement, which is kind of ironic that I chose aggressive, then, you know, it, it could end up being a deal breaker. I think that would definitely be a deal breaker. You no, know, maybe you're aggressive. I don't know. People get if their rocks both... off all kinds of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I think this could lead to a dangerous situation for both parties. Yeah. But so now that you know what you want, you can talk to your significant other. And if they have one of these qualities that isn't, a deal breaker which I'm assuming you chose somebody who wasn't horrible for you <laughs> because if you look at it then you need to talk to them and be like well we're not gonna work out because this is a deal breaker and you have this quality right because you labeled it a deal breaker and it's a deal breaker for a reason you can't just short yourself on the list you can't be like oh well It'll be okay because I love them. No. Eventually, it's going to break you up and you can either do it now or you can wait like 10 years until it explodes in your face and you both have like super serious things like you own a house together and you have to like get divorced, which... And you lost 10 years of your time. Yeah. You lost 10 years of your life, which you could have spent living happily with somebody else. So don't wait. <laughs> yep. Um, something else I want to just touch on briefly. A lot of people 
jump into relationships and they're forever in that that first stage of a relationship which is you know what we call it as the honeymoon phase and this was taken from how about your mother um so also from my friends in high school oh yeah before how i met your mother started no yeah that was before it started when did how i met your mother start i don't know We'd have to... It doesn't matter. Okay, okay. moving on. Re- regardless. <laughs> moving um, on. There's people that are always addicted to that that first part of um, a relationship, that honeymoon phase, where, you know, it's it might be some love, but it's mostly lust. You just want them. It has to be now. And a lot of people jump from, you know, end that relationship, pick up another one, because they love that first rush. Now, moving past that first rush, you end up in a whole bunch of cycles that have ups and have have downs. Um, But if if you're seriously looking to settle down and you're kind of done with the whole sleeping around phase, because let's be honest, for a lot of people, there's a phase with that. Or dating. You don't have to be sleeping around. Or or dating. (laughs) We're not we're not exclusive. if you're if you're done with that and you feel that strong connection like oh yeah it's right now it's super passionate um, at some level you might think about staying away from that type of that type of emotion I mean if if all you want is them right now and that type of relationship hasn't lasted more than a couple months for you you might want to try to go out with someone who's not so enticing for lack of a better word and yeah. just try to ease back into this this long-term struggle. Well, I think that once you get to that point, the point where you want to settle down, you're not so much looking for somebody who's, like, overly attractive to you. Like, they've got six-pack abs and super tan, oily skin, like, some sort of center fold-out. Then you're looking for somebody who may not look as sexy but they have a uh, a better personality something that like that fits you and that you can talk to them about and they can still be attractive in their own way they're just they're not you know overly right because you're starting to look more for um for qualities that don't manifest physic physically so you're starting to look for qualities like oh you know he dresses nicer which is ironic because it's physical but it changes as you move from college to young dating to you know the older dating life or he's nice or you know she likes she likes my type of music not something that manifests physically like muscular yeah yep oh i was totally gonna say something um so in wrapping up talk to your significant other you're with them for a reason if you can if you can sit down and talk with them calmly and some people don't necessarily talk calmly so at some level you have to be lower than what you guys normally are when you fight um use we instead of you compromise what you can do is walk up like with the cutting boards walk up and be like hey you know, could we stop leaving the cutting boards on the counter because it's starting to bug me? I can help, but it's really starting to bug me. So, Or if if 
they leave their socks on the floor in the living room, then you can be like, well, I know that you keep the kitchen really clean, and I really appreciate it, but I was wondering if we could start to, like, pick up the living room and keep the living room clean as well. I would be willing to vacuum once a week if you'll pick up your socks and, um, pick up the magazines off the coffee table or something. Right. So compromise. And what she did there also hits my next note. Compliment first. If you if you lead in with a compliment, it'll make life a lot easier. So put try to put them in the best light that you possibly can. So be like, hey, you keep the kitchen fantastic, but the living room's lacking. Don't be so blunt with that with some people. But Yeah, you know. don't be like... <laughs> um, and definitely don't, like... Don't blame them for doing something that they don't know they're doing. I can't stress that enough because I've probably said that like five times in this podcast, but I just, I hate it when somebody is like, I can't believe you do this. It's like, I didn't even know I did that. Thank you for letting me know with, by being a jerk about it. Yeah. Um, so suggest an alternate solution. Don't use the phrase we need to talk. And ladies... Now, this isn't exclusively. exclusively gender specific, however, stereotypes are there for a reason. So, men react poorly to we need to talk. It's actually been scientific proven, scientifically proven that their heart rate increases by 40 beats per minute. When they say when, when, we need to talk. Yeah, when they say we need to talk. And most men can agree. Like, that is the worst words you can ever hear. It, um, gives, it gives the other person the feeling that you're going to break up with them. Right. Right there on the spot. So don't it's, use that word. Don't don't use that phrase. And men, if they need to come up, if someone needs to come up and talk to you like that, don't ever use the phrase, not right now, because that is the magic phrase for women that increased their heart rate by, I think it was like 50 beats per minute. Yeah, I don't remember this study. But, yeah. <laughs> so after all of that, we're going to give you, you know, a short little snippet of actionable items that will help you with interpretation so this is where a lot of things get lost a lot of things yeah so i would say like half of our fights start because of um a lack of interpretation poor communication and a lack of uh clarification so first off if you go up and you're like hey, you know, I don't like the fact that you're leaving socks in the living room. If their facial expression is something that you had no idea, you were not expecting, like, at all, because let's be honest, when we go up and we say something like that, you're expecting a certain reaction. You're expecting a certain, you know, like, angry face or, like, a sad face or, I don't know, I can I could never expect a happy face coming up with something <laughs> yes! like that. Yes, I love that. Um... But if they don't have the same facial expression that you were expecting, then ask to clarify. Like, be like, hey. Are you sure you understand what I'm saying? Or be like, are you understanding? Or don't don't say, don't make it sound like they're dumb. Right. But be like, do, do you get it? Do you or know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? That's what we use a lot is, uh, do you know what I mean? And so. then if you don't, then don't be like, yeah, sure I do, because obviously that's going to cause more problems. So ask for clarification. Like, I 
Yep. Do it. <laughs> even if you feel bad about it. Even if you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing is, and, and this is a super secret way that no one uses or very few people I know use. When you're talking to someone or someone's talking to you and they're trying to give you information on something, if you go, okay, hold on. So you want me to pick up the socks because the living room looks trashy because my socks are on the floor. By repeating this back to them, they a couple things can happen. Either they see how ridiculous their their request was, which in some cases is true, or they understand that you are actually honestly trying to listen. And in a lot of cases, this calms the entire all parties down because you slow down the rate of exchange. And lastly, by doing this, you get a better understanding on what they're saying because they're more apt to go, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I never said the living room looks trashy because of it. Yeah. They can just, then they can be like, oh, it just bothers me. Which right. is less threatening than if you're like, the whole place looks trashy. Right. But, so never, ever assume anything, ever. I mean, you can assume that they'll want to go to their favorite restaurant or stuff like that. But don't assume what they mean because most of the time you're either going to be slightly wrong or you're going to be really wrong. Yep. So um, just just don't do it. Yep. You know what they say about assuming. We're going to throw it old school. An ass out of you and me. Yep. And if you don't get that, I'm sorry. Just look at the spelling and break out the spelling of assume. (laughs) I assume. (laughs) Okay. Wow. Yep. Never mind. Um, but don't don't yeah. assume anything. I mean, it, it it just leads to fights. It just leads to issues. If you assume that they're gonna be cool with you going out and drinking all night with your drinking buddies, that generally spells trouble. But you'd be surprised how many people fall into that issue. Yeah, and so this actually is a personal. Um, this is a personal story that happened a few days ago. Um, Kodiak was at his brother's birthday party and I called him three times because I was driving past the birthday party place and I couldn't see the place itself and I didn't want to get off this like main like a highway kind of thing um, just to go see if he was still there and so I called him and then the first time his mailbox said something really weird and so I thought I called the wrong number so I called him again and the second time he didn't pick up and then I tried to call him one last time before I passed the place but um, he didn't pick up again I didn't realize that his phone was in his pocket or something like that and it was about to die so he left it at the table and he was off somewhere else anyway Um, so then he, like, his mom calls me, and... Well, I, I call her from my mom's phone. Yeah. Because I went back to my, I went back to my, um, phone, and I clicked the button just to see if it was still on, because I was not expecting it to be back on. And I click the button, and it lights up, and it's like, three missed calls! So I'm like, oh crap, I'm not gonna call her from my phone, because my phone has 1% battery. So I'm like, hey mom, can I borrow your phone? She's like, oh yeah, sure. Hands me her phone, and I call Alicia don't get a response i was driving right so i didn't pick up the phone 
And at that point, I'm like, okay, well, in my family, three phone calls means shit just went down. Like, it is an issue. Like, call me immediately. Get a hold of me. I'm dying. Right. And I didn't know this. Well, my family will call you like six or seven times and it'll be like you'll call them back and you'll be like what what's wrong and they'll be like nothing just wanted to know what you wanted for dinner it's like we have to have i don't know what it is about my family but so then um i missed his call so i called his mom back and she didn't pick up and then she called me back and she was like are you okay? Are you dying? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I just called Kodiak to see if he was still with you guys at um, your brother's birthday party. And she was like, oh yeah, he just left. He should be there soon. So it was a huge misunderstanding. And luckily neither one of us was like freaking out. I mean, you were sort you were sort of freaking out, but you weren't like mad when you found out. I was like, no. Right. Because I explained, I was like, oh, I didn't know that it was like that. I won't do that again. And something to take and note. I will text you next time to tell you, yes, I'm okay. I just wanted to know, but right. not while I was driving. Right. Which was all understood after we explained it to one another. So. And another thing. And when I was driving, when I was riding home, I was like, oh my gosh, you know this and that and it there's been a couple of times where she's called me multiple times and she's been mad because i didn't pick up my phone and so i'm going i'm driving home and i find myself slowly getting more and more mad now i don't necessarily have a reason to be mad other than the fact that i have no idea what's going on but i found myself slowly getting mad and i realized as i walked up to the door i'm getting mad to combat her mad like this is this is terrible I can't be mad when she's mad because then we just get into a big fight. Yeah, we have a rule. Only one person is allowed to be mad at a time, mm -hmm. which solves like a hundred fights, I swear. Yeah. So that's what we're going to leave you with. That's our golden rule. Only If you take one thing from this and if you stuck around this long, I applaud you. I'm sorry. But the golden rule, only one of you guys can be mad at a time. And we'll probably do another podcast on that because it's that important. It is really super important. It's really hard not. To, it's it's hard not to be mad when the other person's mad, but you kind of you kind of have to just let them be mad for a little bit and then calmly like talk to them. But it's it's a real challenge. Because in a lot of cases, they're not necessarily even mad at you. Yeah, they're just mad at the situation usually. Okay. Well, in our cases, right. So. Thanks, guys. We really appreciate you listening this far. And if you did, either you liked it or you thought we were funny, in either case, I'm cool with that. Give us a like on iTunes or Stitcher or Jabbercaster or whatever you're listening to this on. You've been listening to the Learn, Live, Love Abroad podcast with Kodiak. And Alicia. And if you like this, the best thing you can do for us is promote us and say, hey, I heard this really, really funny podcast or this really, really good podcast. You know, it really talked me through because the best recommendation you can give us is a recommendation to a friend. So, yeah. All Have right. See you guys. Bye.